Hi, this is Ian Sinclair, the voice of Space Dandy and other people. You're listening to Byte. Good job. What team? A team. Love the enthusiasm, guys. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, how's it going, everybody? If you can hear my voice, that's right. It's the anime A team. But I am not Aiden Hall. I'm Daily Wilhelm, and this is the all-new what team? A team. MA team, and we're all obviously so excited to be here. <laughs> so a uh, little bit about me and my background. I'm uh, Daily Wilhelm. I'm the podcast editor here now at the wonderful world of Byte, and uh, I got back into anime in college because, as one does, I tried everything I could do in high school to deny the existence of my weeaboo past. I was the kid that put my arms behind me and ran Naruto style because it's scientifically proven to be more aerodynamic, guys. It's, sure. it's true. Uh, Bleach, basically the big three. Um, but then now that I have become an anime connoisseur once more, and I say so proudly because I don't wear a headband anymore, um, I'm more into definitely shoujo, anything dealing with the supernatural when it comes to the more leaning towards shonen, it's it's a lot more obscure. I can't say that I've watched like necessarily a triple A anime since maybe One Punch Man. I mean everyone right now is into Boku no Hero, but yeah. that thing we're gonna have an episode about Boku no Hero because mm-hmm. that's on its own level. But that's a little about me. So and I have two people here that I could not do this podcast without, and they're going to tell you a little bit about themselves. And we have... I'm Courtney Tuckman. It's my first time being on an anime A-team, Yay. and I'm very excited. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I guess a little bit about my infatuation with anime. Um, I started out with only watching Sailor Moon, and only Sailor Moon, to the point where like, when someone suggested I watch another anime... I, like, practically beat her up because I was like, how dare you say anything exists, any other anime exists besides Sailor Moon. But I eventually did uh, try other animes, and, of course, they were Magical Girl animes, so they were very much of the same formula. But when that got repetitive, I decided, okay, now only anime where the protagonist is female. (laughs) And that really was my thing. Like, someone was like, hey, you should watch Cowboy Bebop. And I was like, no. No. <laughs> we might have to throw down then. <laughs> I have seen it since, okay. of course. Okay. But um, I think the first time I actually decided to watch an anime where the protagonist was a boy was because I wanted to see Tsubasa Chronicles after Cardcaptor Sucker because that's the natural watching pattern with that and so that was like the first time (laughs) but since then i have basically just come to watch what i think is good and i i pay attention to reviewers and fan reviews and the such so such (laughs) so uh i really just i want to make sure i'm i'm watching everything that i can that represents anime yes that's what we like to hear here at the a-team We've got a lot of knowledgeable people, including... My name is Zach Sexton. This is also my first uh, anime podcast. Welcome to the team, guys. Well, thank you. Um, Welcome to the team. So we're 
anime comes from for me is that uh, back in the 90s when I was a little kid, just a little tot, uh, my dad and I actually sat down to watch some of the earlier stuff that was coming over here to the United States. So like DBZ and Gundam and that kind of stuff. And I thought, well, this is kind of cool. This is not cheap little cartoon, cartoon stuff. Well, I did like those, but I was like, these are really serious and I like these. And so I kind of until my high school years when it wasn't cool to watch anime it's not anymore. it's not cool in high school just, to watch anime no I it is now it is now but, but back, back then, then yeah so but I, I was always a big fan of those like 90s kind of style animes even before <clears throat> even before uh so i guess i was really into those um is the neon genesis era of anime mm-hmm. it was kind of like mecha stuff or fighting or neon noir and that kind of stuff yeah so everyone um, had the skin tight body suits and yeah, I know what you were watching it for. No, right, right, right. You know, I mean, everybody watches Ghost in the Shell for the plot. Yeah, um, <laughs> but yeah, pretty much that was what I was into, and I still kind of like following those. Um, I, I don't know. That's kind of what my expertise is in. So if you know anything about '90s anime, I could probably tell you. A little here we something. go. We got the certified '90s kids here. <laughs> Although I, I feel like I should be like I'm a '90s kid. I don't remember the '90s. I'm not a 90. I was born in the 90s. I don't mean I'm a 90s kid, though. Yep. Zach's older than all of us. Right. I got a couple Listeners. years on you guys. Yep. So. yep. We, get, we got the senior in here. Uh-huh. But uh, so just to give some like uh, perspective, uh, I thought we'd talk about before we really dug in here is about what we're currently watching. And currently I'm watching something like Courtney just finished. I'm watching Nagino Asakara. Okay, I, I, I know I talk a lot about why I don't like it, but it's a good show. It's a good show. It's just, it's riddled with problems. It's, as I guess all anime is, but... I mean, there are some anime <laughs> that are riddled with less problems that are even better. and <laughs> The balance of problems. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel it. No, I'm I'm liking it so far. Yes, yeah, so uh, far you, you, you are liking there's it. There's a pivotal point in which I'm n- apparently no longer going to like it. No, no, about no. Middle of the series. No, there's a pivotal point where you're gonna be like, oh my god, this is incredible. This is fascinating. And then once it settles back down again, it's gonna be like, are we're doing this again now? Really? So it's not so much of a pivotal point. It's more like a pivotal flop near the end there. Yes. Cool. Cool. Well. I'm obviously very excited to finish this series, <laughs> but uh, so far I'm liking it. So far I would recommend it. Courtney is like the future me who's going to be like, no, I don't recommend it. So we'll, we'll see how much our uh, futures align. But so Courtney, you just finished that. What, what are you currently watching now? I'm watching Monster now. How are you liking it? Ooh. I love it. I love it so much. I know I, I uh, it's one of those like classics that I haven't seen yet. Um, I'm... Like fifteen episodes in. You got a little ways to go, but yeah. Yeah, I know. Uh, it's the longest anime I've watched in a while. Yeah, but... I I got spoiled for a while. I was watching like twelve episode things, and I was like, ah, and now I'm yeah. done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but I'm I'm hooked, man. The the length has not made me shy. I want to hear what you think about it when you finish it, because uh, for sure that's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What yeah. are you watching, Zach? Um, right now I'm in between stuff because uh. We finished. Uh, well, we finished. We rewatched Shiki just yeah, recently because yeah. it's summertime. It was summertime, and, and it fits that. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I don't know. I just downloaded a uh, Blue Gender uh, last night, and Blue Gender was from the '90s, and it was that apocalyptic big insects kind of anime. So 
I was on. See. Was that on Adult Swim at any one point? It was on Adult Swim for like a year. Okay. There's only like, I don't even remember how many episodes there are, but uh, it's also one of those ones that they're talking about bringing back. So. Yeah, that was my pre-high school source was Adult Swim. Yeah. Which I think that a lot of us started out that way, and mm-hmm. it was like we're so edgy, like staying up to watch Adult oh, Swim. Oh yeah. Well, I remember before. like. Yeah, it was like, oh, yeah, I stayed up and I watched the real Dragon Ball Z and stuff oh. like that. Oh, it, didn't, it was really no different. It, yeah, no. I mean, the dub. But yeah. we love the dub because uh, here at the A-Team, we have uh, told Chris Sabat in person how much we, we love the dub. That's right. So Voice of Vegeta. Just <laughs> go go find that. Go find that interview here on our SoundCloud. But uh, so I like that we got to talk about kind of our history and what we've watched in the past because this episode is all about reboots and remakes. Mm-hmm. Underline why. Why do this? Why, why should we have reboots? Isn't the f- original source material perfect and unchanging? <laughs> it's definitely more of a recent thing as well. Like, I don't know. There weren't as many. I think it was be- probably because of Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood and the success of that. It's yeah. kind of like the same with like there, like in like America, fil- American film. There wasn't too many sequels, and then The Godfather Two did really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then so everyone was like, "Oh, so sequels are okay now." So they're okay. Now. I think that's kind of the thing, the same thing that's going on here. I feel it. I feel it. I mean, I am definitely someone who supports. Uh, reboots slash sequels slash remakes because mm-hmm. of brotherhood yeah I because mean, of what it did for i support good remakes the canon this is true yes. good remake there we go <laughs> well i mean most remakes and reboots are just kind of done to kind of more tie it to like what the original manga was and things like that so it mm-hmm. follows more closely because that was the cry of a lot of those older anime like full metal alchemist the original one like what was it 12 13 years ago it was good to a point, and then to it stopped being. Then it got really weird, and it and started, the ending. Yeah, the ending was poor, and everything like that. So yeah, yeah. they were just able to like rewrite all their mistakes, uh-huh. just go back over and make it a lot more uh, concise. It didn't feel near as rambling as the original series did for me. Yeah, well, it's like in the first few episodes of Brotherhood. Remember, it, like the the intro part where they uh, have the failure and everything like mm-hmm. that. It was very much, it wasn't rushed, but it was done quickly in Brotherhood. Yeah. It was like, okay, we get the story and all that, but get us to the real source material. Yeah. And Full, Mal- Full Metal Alchemist kind of dragged on at that it, point. It had the shonen pacing yeah. where it's like, we're going to power up for a whole episode and, and I think then they, flashback for the rest of it. I think they were just trying to appeal to that shonen crowd at that time. Yeah. Whereas Brotherhood's not appealing to the shonen crowd, crowd exactly. It's yeah, more, it's, 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 uh, like adventure. Yeah. yeah. It definitely didn't feel like when I was in middle school, my shameful self being like, what What should I, okay, I finally am branching out from Naruto. What should I watch? I should watch Bleach, definitely, because I can <laughs> identify that as more fighting. And I should watch uh, One Piece because, again, more fighting. But I, I just, uh, Brotherhood did not register on that same level as it was, more fighting. Yeah, it was like a jack-of-all-trades anime. It was like, it was funny, and then it was really dark and creepy. And, and it yeah. even had some romance. Yeah, it had yeah. romance in it. Which was handled much better than most shonens. and I have a theory about why that is. Cough, cough, the author being actually female. But that's another episode, guys. We're here on the reboots and remakes. So, obviously, Brotherhood is one of our favorites. Uh, It was done well. Do we have anything in mind that was not done well? I mean... I do. 
Yeah, go for it. Sailor Moon Crystal. Ooh. No, I was wondering what your opinion on this. Okay, would be. the third season is much better, but like the first two, oh my gosh, the animation was so bad and it was so rushed. I guess the thing that I guess the what Sailor Moon Crystal tries to do better ends up becoming its detriment because it's like, oh, we're gonna you know not have any filler this time around. And we're just gonna stick to the manga because you know. The original Sailor Moon had 200 episodes. Yeah. That's not even counting the movies and the specials and whatever. And the live action. Oh, Another future God. episode. I didn't know that was even a thing. It's so bad. Thing. It's so bad. But uh, um, what the filler helped Sailor Moon's characters to feel like characters. Like, I mean, in Crystal, like, Ami, she's the smart one. Rei, she's the, the, the spiritual one. Uh, Makoto, she's the... Cook who likes boys, but like boys outside of that, like, what even is there? Like, Ami had this whole thing where she was like really insecure about her being smart, and her parents were never home, and you know, that was always really sad. And Ray had this old, she she had like a temper on her, and but she could also be like really sweet when it counted. You don't see any of that in Crystal, it's just like, here's the line from the smart character, here's the line from the spiritual character, here's the line from the boy crazy one. It's like and, and, and it's almost like clockwork. Like, something bad happens to Sailor Moon. Ami's like, Sailor Moon. Ray's like, Sailor Moon. I mean, they just, they just go <laughs> down just... the line. Um, no, they fixed a lot of that in season three, and the animation got better uh, as well. Actually, season three I, I definitely enjoyed, but mm-hmm. it's just like, why? <laughs> well, I mean... So then there's an argument to be made for the positive aspects of filler, that it provides, like, extra backstory and makes you more attached mm-hmm. to characters. For sure, yeah. Maybe not, like, a whole lot of filler, but, like, there's some really classic episodes of Sailor Moon that you could, like, describe as filler, but it still added character development. Right. Like, uh, uh, the whole stuff where one of the bad guys liked, or, uh, Sailor Moon's human friend, she has, like, one human friend, Naru, uh, she liked one of the villains. Uh-oh. In the original. As one the, and that was, I don't think that happened in the manga, but, uh, you know, that was, it just, it added some depth there. Like, even with just, like, a side character. And then, like, Sailor Moon, like, realizing the consequences of her actions by killing these people that are hurting other people who might like yeah. these people. And, you know, there wasn't like depth. There wasn't anything like that. The, then there wasn't depth. I'm not saying I like the Naru-Nephrite relationship because yeah. I, I thought it was weird even back then. But No TP. Uh, <laughs> but, um, Yeah. Stuff like that. I could keep going. You have to stop me. <laughs> well, well, there was one other thing. So uh, with Sailor Moon Crystal, I was really wondering about how you felt about it because a lot of the controversy when it first started coming out was with the animation. And that's like, I feel like that's a big argument you we can make about like doing anime reboots is being like, well, look at the animation back then and look what we can achieve now. Mm-hmm. And That's definitely like, a thing, but it, you have to handle that well because like they made the transformations 3D. Oh, it! You guys haven't seen it. It's no, awful. No. I mean, they look so stiff and emotionless. Ooh. That's what made season three better. They got a new director, and she was just like, "No more three D transformations." <laughs> yes, good. <laughs> so that's it. Makes it wow. a lot better. But... That's a real pity then, because that's you know what people who like don't even know the plot of Sailor Moon. That's what they have in mind. Sailor Moon, the transformation sequence that yeah. inspired all other magical girl yeah. anime. Yeah. from then on, and I mean. They put, usually in series, like, just thinking about, like, uh, Madoka off the top of my head, how much effort 
mm-hmm. is put into mm-hmm. transformation sequences. Yeah, and then they were just like 3D. But it's Sailor Moon. It's supposed to be the the original, the one that we all look up to. I guess they wanted to be like, look at it now. It's in 3D. Whoa. Whoa. So no. now that we're on the subject of 3D, we, we, we have to touch on it. I, I am hesitant to, but here we are. So Berserk got remade. And it's currently still ongoing, so we are mm-hmm. preserving some judgment here. Mm-hmm. I'm not. You know. Okay. <laughs> but it, it's 3D. It's like 3D models. Yeah. Kind of. It's like it's like where you can see like their outlines still, but it's like mm-hmm. obviously meant to be 3D. It's, um, it's, it's not the best. Well, okay. I, I haven't watched the new series. I'm going to wait till it's fully finished, but I watched the original series and... Um, the original series was really, really good, or, well, it's kind of a cult favorite, kind of, because some people hate it and some people love it. Yeah. Because, but one of the problems that people had with it is that the animations were just really dark, and a lot of it just seemed a little lackluster because it was all drawn, it was all that kind of stuff. And I think with the 3D, they're trying to go more with, they can do, get away with more things, they can show more that's going on, instead of just guts his face all the time just in harsh relief <laughs> oh, <it's> like <laughs> he's such a big character and he's got such a big sword he takes up such a big like part of the screen and like in a lot of the original it was just half the screen was guts and then <laughs> stuff going on in the background and stuff like that i just like the image of him being like an oversized weatherman and the rest of the anime is in the background and he just gestures <laughs> sometimes <laughs> well and another thing is like those are like that show is nothing but massive amounts of like fighting and mm-hmm. tons of people on screen and things like that and I don't know. I'm just going to hold back a little judgment, but maybe they're trying to get away with like, oh, we can put more things on here if we're using CGI and computer models and things like that. Okay. I don't, I've just seen the one gif from it of like someone being pushed over. Yeah. And it's like three frames of like a motionless thud to the ground. Yeah. I I don't know what to think about that it. Doesn't just nec- yeah, it doesn't have to represent the whole of the show. I know what to think about it. What do you I know? S- I only saw the first episode, but that was like enough it was for enough. me. <laughs> um, it's okay during the fighting sequences. The three D is passable, mm-hmm. but when it's calmed down and guts is just speaking and you're just looking at his face center on, it's like oh, that's yeah. ugly. Yeah, it looks really bad, and just that three D like. The choppy movement with the mm. 3D in anime, it doesn't work. You know, anime is known for, um, you know, cutting, like, the uh, frame rate down uh, during, like, talking sequences. Yeah. Uh, and it just it just does not work for 3D. Oof. It looks so bad. Oh, and, wow. I, and also, um, I haven't read the manga, but I know there was, I think his name is Puck the Fairy? I can't remember his name. Um... But he he was in the manga from the start, but they didn't have him in the original. So uh, even though this is supposed to be kind of like a continuation, they were like, oh, we're just going to put the fairy in now. And so I was like, so I had to ask Aiden Hall. I was like, what is going on with this fairy? Why 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 are we acting like this fairy isn't like a big deal when we haven't seen a single fairy <laughs> for the the entire first series? But no, like he was like, oh, don't worry about Puck was whatever. I don't know if that's his actual name. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he uh, he was there from the start. But my God, is that guy annoying? Oh my God, he's so annoying, and he's naked, so it's really distracting. <laughs> he's naked. <laughs> okay, yeah. So maybe. Yeah. 
So there, there's definitely more problems thus far from what we know than just stylistic. Yes. So because we know that 3D can work. I mean, look at Ruby. Yeah. Ruby, like it's so there's the whole debate of whether or not to call Ruby an anime because it's made in a Western country. And it I mean, it released in Japan and everyone loved it. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like safe saying that, like, yes, it's very popular. Right. And it works like like the talking sequences work when they're not fighting. It still looks smooth and natural and mm -hmm. they can uh, do a lot of fun things, even though they're not necessarily doing like over the top like anime sweat drops or whatever all yeah. the time. Uh, it definitely works, which is why I'm wondering why so far it seems like Berserk hasn't worked. Is it just because of how, like, literally dark? Like, when I say dark, I mean, like, shading that it's, it's supposed to be. I don't know. Maybe they're just doing some experimentation with it, kind of, because... That's I mean, not the anime to do it with, though. I don't know, because, like, Berserk was... I mean, it was really popular when it came out, so it's like, well, just keep it going then with the semi-sequel series and it was like a semi-sequel series based off of the movies if i remember yeah. right it's like say it really fast semi-sequel series thank you yeah anyway <laughs> <laughs> but like i think they're just like oh we can do this do you guys like this and i know people love the story so far and like i've seen people are enjoying the story generally i mean it's still violent still got certain actions yeah. in it that yeah happen that's, and... that's a, again yet another podcast yeah, we will probably anyway, discuss this on yeah but so maybe they're just trying to be like, we can make more like this, which please God don't. <laughs> please God, hear our <laughs> prayer. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. If you're going to reboot any series, just please don't use that animation anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay, so we, Berserk being 3D, we're, we're just underlining the word no at this point. Um, but I think if anime wants to venture into into the 3D market, they could uh, take notes on Paper Man. Do you remember that? Yes. Short Disney it combined 3D with 2D. I think that's what anime should try. Tell which one it was because it's the perfect amalgamation. I think that mm -hmm. would work well for anime if it really wants to do 3D. Like you know, the rest of the world is dropping 2D animation. Whatever. I yeah. always really like the anime. Still clung to that, but if it wants to do 3D. I think it should do it like Paper Man. Yeah. So it should do like kind of both. Yeah. It's like yeah. it's like so like it's like using the 3D to complement the 2D. Yeah, it's uh what uh Studio Ghibli's new movie is like. It's got a lot of 3D in it, but you don't yeah, know it's actually 3D. So the it's Belgian Belgian French Japanese French and Japanese movie coming out from Ghibli called, called uh Red, the Red, Red Turtle yeah. like La Tortuga Rogue. I, I don't La Tortuga I, Rouge. I, I am yeah. taking uh, Japanese currently <laughs> so uh, but um, and it it looks fantastic yeah but it's, it's, it's gorgeous it's got a lot of 3d in it but you don't Which know you can't you can't tell it's, the water sequences are primarily 3d or so we're told and that does it really well I think berserk could do could take a lesson from that and yeah. start adding some more 2d because it's a pretty show the original one still holds up it's just yeah. And yeah. I think when you hear like, oh, they're remaking that, you should like one of the main things that I would be excited for is seeing like the new style and how well mm -hmm. they're able to sure. animate it now. Because there's tons of series I've thought back on and been like, I would like this so much better if it was done now. 
and just so much more oh, yeah. seamlessly. Toy Story Toy with Story. Yeah. better yeah. human animation, at mm-hmm. least. Yeah. Well, like uh, Hunter x Hunter was a real popular shonen, and it, it, the problem with it in the 90s was it looked bad. Yeah. Even then, it looked bad. It was like then, it was like pre-Yu Yu Hakusho animation, wasn't it? I think it was relatively the same time. It actually okay. might have been after. I think it was okay. like 98 or 99. Well, I'm giving credit to Yu Yu Hakusho. Yu Yu Hakusho looked great, but yeah. Hunter x Hunter was like, trying to do like the naruto style before naruto really was yeah. around it was like it looked bad and then in 2011 they bumped it up and it, a lot of it was actually done on computers and things like that it was 2d computer generated stuff and that was kind of amazing to see it all like oh this is what it looks like modernized and then it went on to be really popular with a bad ending so mm-hmm. yeah really popular but with a bad ending well it's not so, a, it's so not many over. fallen yeah. victim to this trope but yeah. uh yeah no so Animation, just in general, I think, in a reboot is really exciting. And it's exciting to see uh, in, like, Western-made reboots because that can be all over the place because uh, Western animators can do stuff like uh, The Amazing Adventures of Gumball, like, mm-hmm. where it's, like, the weird combination of, like, 3D and 2D and you can't really tell mm-hmm. unless they're, like, trying to make it obvious, which they do sometimes to, like, and their advantage. Awesome anime fight scene yes so gumball had this like it was like a five minute fight scene in like traditional anime style it Mm -hmm. went from being like almost kyoto annie to like really traditional shonen it was amazing it was one of the best fight scenes i think i've like actually seen it was awesome it was between moms it was a mom fight mom fight which wonderful but um it's interesting to see, too, when Western animators are like, yeah, let's, uh, obviously, I grew up watching anime. A lot of people uh, who are now in the business grew up watching anime and are mm-hmm. inspired by that. And it's interesting to see that uh, such a show that is, like, very Japanese has now become pretty much entirely Western because of the reboot. I'm talking about Voltron which has Ooh. a DreamWorks-made Netflix-released reboot. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you're unfamiliar, Vol- Voltron is one of the ones where it's like a bunch of giant robots become an even gianter robot, but there's plot. The original lion robots. The original lion robots. Yeah, that's the important part. They're yeah. The legendary defenders. Yeah, it's, it's Voltron legendary defender. Because it was yeah. like Voltron, Defender well, of the Universe, Defender the original of, series was. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's based on the same stories. Yeah. But, um, so it's an anime, but it's Western because it's made by DreamWorks. It mm-hmm. definitely looks like, I feel like they borrowed a lot of animators from um, Avatar The Last Airbender. Because even just the way mm-hmm. their mouths move. Like, you know when Sokka was like saying something snide and how his lip would be like so high i've seen that already yeah i mean it's got a lot of those comedy elements too and i mean it's kid-friendly but adult-friendly show yeah things like that netflix release yeah yeah it's just like it can do its own thing because it's on netflix and it's like about this like ragtag group of people who are the legendary well they're they're the people that command the vehicles and things like that if you go and look at them they're all very very diverse but they look like they could be from avatar like those kind of characters like the the art style yeah and it's cool because uh one of the main characters uh keith is voiced by steven yoon glenn from the walking dead Mm -hmm. and there is a uh minor character appearance who is then voiced by Norman Reedus mm-hmm. which I really just imagine that like Steven Yeun was like hey I uh, I gotta take off set I'm going to go work on something else 
and just Norman Reedus being like, what are you doing? It's like, oh, I'm voicing this cartoon. It's like, can I come? <laughs> because like, why would the, I, I don't know, just the connection being there. I like, guess he's just popular. Yeah, out of nowhere. that too. No, not out of nowhere, but yeah. We know why. We know why. We know why. I don't know, that show pulled in a lot of actually pretty big names, like Tyler Labine, who's a, I think that's how you say his name. Uh, if you've ever seen Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Yeah. Yeah, he's in it, and he plays, I think he plays the bigger guy. And then like, uh, oh, what was her name? There's like people from Mass Effect that got pulled into it, that do voice acting. <gasps> yes, I I Ashley Williams, names, I don't remember her yeah. name, but yeah. Yeah, And no. Yeah. It's it's looking like a very successful project at this point, mm-hmm. but uh, I mean I've seen a lot of art on Tumblr, a lot of art. This has a very uh, wide audience base, if if you know what I'm meaning by a lot of art, wide <laughs> audience based. Everyone's loving it. <sighs> there was stuff anyway, um, but uh, Voltron has thus far proven to be combining 2D and 3D animation the robot mm-hmm. is always 3D yeah. pretty much yeah. and like when the uh, lion robots are running around it's typically 3D which mm-hmm. was uh, also done in uh, not the 80s series but like the late 90s 2000s series wasn't that one not received well yeah that wasn't was good that because was it was one. it was the 3D lions running around but it was the 3D that we had at the time. Yeah, yeah. We're at the point now where 3D actually looks generally Yeah, good, you can, so. like, match it to the style pretty yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah. So I think Voltron at this point, from what I've seen and what I've seen online, is an example of a success of a reboot. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the funny thing is, is with all the reboots that we've kind of uh, talked about so far, aren't ne- I mean, aside from Sailor Moon Crystal, aren't necessarily, like, reboots that were, like, really desperately asked for no like um my favorite reboot was neon genesis even if, if you want to say evangelion or evangelion doesn't matter but uh they did a movie in 2007 that like told all the story events from scratch and that's yeah. like as good as the show yeah it's it's basically some some of the shots are like it's like yeah exactly the same it's just better animation yeah yeah it was like oh let's just take what we did and do it again but with what we have now the t- the technology was there for them yeah and, yeah. Future. Yeah. Makes you think about like what's going on right now that in the future someone's going to be like, oh, I would watch this, but it's so outdated. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's what took me so long, honestly, to like watch Evangelion and stuff because it's pretty outdated. Looking. Yeah. The animation, it, it, I really think it hindered a little bit of my experience in the beginning when it was just kind of like a typical mech anime. Yeah. Uh, I was a little bored because I was just like yeah. this animation and that one scene where, uh, oh gosh, she uh, she comes to pick Shinji up, the girl, the, his like mentor, the girl with the purple hair. Right. I don't remember the names off the top of my head. And they're just staring at each other for mm-hmm. like a minute yeah. and it's like, can someone do something? <laughs> Any, there's no dialogue. There's no movement. It's just a frame of them looking at each other Shinji, for like a say minute. Shinji, sh- say something. Shinji. Say something. That's the whole joke about the whole show is Shinji, do something. Shinji, Shinji. get the robot. Yeah. I mean, that's also with the reboots and everything like that. A lot of these reboots and remakes are also dealing with uh, Mecha because Mecha used to look bad. Yeah. Now now you can use computers to make Mecha look great. Yeah, that's true. I wonder if the demand is near as much there, though, because I feel like we live in more of the future where it's like, yeah, robots, that's not too far off fantasy. Well, like, and it's not. 
I shouldn't say like it's it's not anime or anything like that, but Pacific Rim, while it was like an okay movie, oh, yeah. they liked it over there because of the robots and things like yeah. that. And yeah. that was heavily inspired by a lot of these older shows. Mm-hmm. Oh like yeah, this. I really liked Pacific Rim like a whole lot. And yeah. even like they had that same kind of like level of like comedy that you would expect from like a mech anime mm-hmm. where it's like really serious one moment and the next moment there's going to be something vaguely awkward that happens and <laughs> then that's the joke for the rest of the movie. Yeah, I, I, think I loved it, it. I think it's a genre that can definitely benefit from uh getting rebate or remakes and reboots and like yeah because i mean those mechs can look pretty awesome if they're done correct yeah so do we feel like what drives the remakes then is it money money mm-hmm. is it nostalgia it's is money it, i don't is it, it's money i don't think yeah um when it's like hand-drawn and it's that kind of classical style when it's playing like straight homage to something else it's definitely like a passion project but Mm -hmm. when you're actually going out and just using computers to do it and you're hiring tons of people i don't feel like it's as driven by passion it's more driven by like where's the market going what do the consumers want let's test this it's money exploiting people's nostalgia so they're like oh man people really like sailor moon 25 years ago well it's the 25th anniversary (laughs) of sailor moon let's give them a new terrible series yeah and if you want to talk about Western stuff, Powerpuff Girls is the worst about exploiting that because it was just a new series to promote toys. Yeah. Teen Titans Go. Teen Titans Go is another <gasps> good one. That kills so, me. So that Western literally remakes. kills me. Yeah, yeah. Western remakes. Other than yeah. We're going to like, pull a face Disney, out a little bit. Disney remaking every animated movie that they ever did. <laughs> was anybody clamoring for a Pete's Dragon remake? Here's a better <laughs> question. Did anybody remember Pete's Dragon? I remembered Pete's Dragon because I had to watch it in middle school because we played one of the songs from that movie in music class. That is the only reason why I know that movie. I have never heard anything about it otherwise. And then all of a sudden I'm like, why are they remaking Pete's Dragon? No one even liked that movie back then. I think it's just the demographic. You're not the audience they wanted. Uh, My aunt went to go see it and she was like, I cried during it and things like that. Because she's like, it was my favorite thing when I was a kid. Yeah, Pete's Dragon is a little little bit older than It's definitely Disney Renaissance. 30 30 years old or something like that. It's old. Yeah. It's it's not in, like, the spectrum of Disney films that we think of as, like, nostalgic, like, the live-action Beauty and the Beast mm-hmm. happening. Like, we're excited for that. Like, people are clamoring for that, especially yeah. because <sighs> Queen Emma Watson. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I mean, who else would you cast? But, <laughs> so, um, we were talking about how it's kind of it's kind of a money grab and it's going to work. I feel like Disney is more uh justified in doing it because they make live action remakes instead of because the animation is already I mean what are you going to do? Yeah. How are you going to improve upon it? Please don't. <laughs> like they do like the diamond re-releases and remakes and whatever for like a lot of the older ones which mm-hmm. like literally because of age it has changed yeah and it's also most of those are just re-released so that they fit better on modern tvs yeah that's the thing like changed with age it's not gonna we don't have you know the rounded screens anymore for the flat screen but um so i feel like disney gets the pass on our uh like cringe towards western remakes but so far everything that has come out of cartoon network smh shaking my head Man, they're grasping for like 10 years ago and it's not working very yeah. well. I mean, Teen Titans didn't come out. Like, when did it end? When did 2006? Yeah, it ended up, it's been 
pretty long since I'm it was old actually... guys well then they were they released so the movie like a year after yeah or two years after, yeah so. but then and they showed it forever but then like out of nowhere Teen Titans, Titans go. go. You know, I was excited though because if you recall, the last episode, like not including the movie, mm-hmm. was like Beast Boy going to like accept that Tara might not remember him, and I'm mm-hmm. like, wait, was that Tara? W- was that something else? Did she actually remember him, and she just wasn't pretending? We'll never know. So I was we'll like, I, when I heard there was going to be a new series, I was like, oh my gosh, we're going to know. Mm-hmm. We're going to know about Tara. We're going to know. Oh, the, the animation, the character designs, those are a little, those are a little different. Oh, oh, it's going to focus on uh, the comedy yeah. aspect. And so, oh, <laughs> just my enthusiasm just like <laughs> dropping. Deeply plummeted with it, every announcement. Is it? I, I didn't look much into it because the animation turned me away so fast. It's like technically a sequel series, right? Or is it just a reboot? Uh, I don't I don't think so because uh there are things didn't like Raven's dad he was like gone or something right like they got rid of him yeah because well, he was in Teen was Titans evil. Go and he was like not evil they, at all yeah they just he take, was like, like a real friendly guy oh they God. just take like canon aspects and just twist them to however funny they can make it Ooh. um basically okay so you know how in Japan they do like chibi series of like more serious anime, like uh, um, Attack on Titan Junior High, yeah, or right. what have you. Basically, they made a chibi version of Teen Titans and took uh, mid two thousands random humor. OMG, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm gonna glomp you and eat pizza. I'm so random, yeah. and shove <laughs> that into Teen Titans forcibly. It's so it's Ouch. so bad, That's and the bad. characters like they're like shells of their former self. I've I've seen a couple episodes and like there was one where they were like actually battling someone mm-hmm. and Starfire was literally off to the side on her phone and they were like Starfire come out help and she was like LOL whatever and I was like oh my god what did they Why? do to you what did they do to you it, yeah it's pretty crazy at one point I have seen the clip where um there's an episode where they acknowledge what has happened yeah, because I've it's heard like about that one. control freak on the TV and he's like I've you know made this I rebooted your entire series to try to get viewers but now they're just all angry look at what you've done and they're like what are you talking about what do you mean reboot and then he like literally shows on their like TV the I've old animation that, yeah. and them like working together and having like emotional moments there's like a moment with Beast Boy and Tara and like wow. uh, just the really great animation even like the genuine moments that I think they're trying to go for in Teen Titans Go mm-hmm. where it was like funny and over the top but like the, the top has been reached and then leapt over several more times with Teen Titans Go. That's rough because that was a really, really, like, yeah, it's, favorite series. It, it makes you worried then, like, what people will do with your um, favorite series when they're remade. Like, uh, a lot of people, okay, so Powerpuff Girls, we're no longer in the demographic for Powerpuff Girls necessarily. We, I know adults who liked it back then, though. Yeah, that's well, the thing. Powerpuff Girls was like, the demographic was everybody. Like, boys, girls, you all like it. I watched Powerpuff Girls when I was a little kid with my brother. Yeah, I think the biggest change in the reboot is that they have set the demographic to a very specific age bracket. And it's not targeted to boys as much anymore. It's like strictly Yeah, for girls. from the few episodes I've seen, it's been like kind of like, the boys are stinky or whatever yeah. route. Where it's it's just like I really regret it losing the maturity that it had as a show because I think that 
that's more profitable. Mm-hmm. Like you, yes, you can have like the toy series that your kid's gonna buy, and you're also going to like buy it digitally because mm-hmm. you want to watch it, mm-hmm. and you're not gonna watch it on Cartoon Network. Yeah, I don't know why all these uh, executive adults are like, "What are kids into these days? Will they like stuff that makes them laugh?" Bring back cartoon, oh. cartoon stuff. It's. I feel like Please someone's don't. like on an old MySpace forum looking at all the like XD humor and being like, "Okay, yeah, this is what the kids want." I caught the latest Courage the Dog last week. Yeah. It was great. <laughs> just slowpoke meme. Yeah. <laughs> That's just the executives these days. But uh, so I wanted to talk a lot about uh, Western animation because here at the Anime A team, we both talk about anime and Western animation because we love it all. But uh, one of the recent occurrences in the Western animation sphere, hemisphere, what have you, is the possibility of a Danny Phantom continuation. Yes. Not remake, continuation. Okay. Okay. Despite everything we've just said, I really, I would really like that to happen. Well, I think there's several reasons why it would be good is because it's a continuation on the original narrative, Mm -hmm. which was like, no, don't redo the original narrative. It's great. And the original narrative was hitting a much older demographic than what Powerpuff Girls or even Teen Titans could have been argued for. Like Teen Titans, I feel like, was the same demographic as... Yo, yep. Danny Phantom, he was just 14. When his parents built That's a very, very strange, strange machine. machine. <laughs> so it's 14 was the part <laughs> I was underlining here. It was like 14-year-olds. Um, yeah, so I've recently kind of poked around uh, Butch Hartman's YouTube channel, the creator of Danny Phantom, and he, he came out with this video where he like redrew the characters like 10 years later, and they all look awesome, by yep. the way. They look so great. Danny has the like the ghost catcher thing whatever on his arm now mm-hmm. oh and like sam is like a hipster and oh they just they look so good um but at the end of the video he was like well me you don't know maybe one day you'll see this on the screen and it's like ah oh, he's just kidding right yeah. but then he came he came out with another one where it was like a q a and he was like i'm not gonna really say that danny phantom is canceled let's just say it's in hibernation which is a very exciting word. <laughs> like, that is, that's a major thing for him to say. Yeah. Like, the show's not canceled, it's in hibernation. And, like, um. They're gonna pull a Samurai Jack. Like, right? he, he, he. Oh, that's it, yeah. yes. yes. We, we, we will talk about And he, this. he yes. had, like, tweet at hash, tweet this video at Nick on Twitter. Yes. So, like, I think maybe he's, like, trying to convince Nickelodeon right now to get this show going. And they're like, no, we want to focus on our terrible shows. <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, no, but people really like this. And then he what's can, like, pull up the Twitter feed and be even, like, see? Yeah. What's even on Nick right now? I don't even know. I don't know. SpongeBob. Uh, there's this, Still. There's a new Probably show, right? Knows. That's got... Keep beating that horse. Oh, no. They got some... No, never mind. There's, like, this one show about <laughs> this boy who has, like, 16 sisters or something. Oh, yeah. The Loud House, which... I'm going to give it some props. It's, like, a very stereotypical, like, I have to deal with all my siblings... But I give it props because it featured a uh, interracial gay couple oh, as it did? one of the main character's best friend's parents. I so didn't. I did not know about that. That happened. Hmm. And props. But yeah, it's it's definitely like I feel like the shows that we watch as I don't know if this is nostalgia goggles. I really don't. But uh, I feel like the shows that we watched as kids, like Danny Phantom or Courage the Cowardly Dog or even Powerpuff Girls, the original, 
they still hold up today. Oh, yeah. Wow. I really think so. I can't imagine something like The Loud House or um, I'm trying to think of something with more oomph. I, I really can't um, is the thing um, that's going fan to. Fanboy and Chum Chum? <laughs> I don't know what that is, actually. No. 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 It's what the, it's the rumor is that Nickelodeon decided decided to go with that than Adventure Time. Well, they missed out because Adventure <laughs> Time's. Uh, well, can you imagine how much well. better Nickelodeon would be right There's now? There's that if one they guy decided. who was fielding the emails, and it was like, oh, what's this Adventure Time?" That, but but I got this email earlier about fanboy and chum chum, and I just feel like that's really the direction that we need yeah. to go, and we'll be successful in the future, and have nope. a following. And so much merch and <laughs> and it's DVD also really terrible CG. And... Great job. Yeah. So <laughs> the CG and Jimmy Neutron was better than what they showed. I like Jimmy Neutron. I've, it doesn't I hold up today. It, it does not hold up, but but <laughs> it was good at the time. Gosh. So uh, no, Samurai Jack. Mm-hmm. Samurai Jack. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's. Maybe I'm riding the hype train on this one a little bit, but yeah, Samurai Jack is coming back. And ride that hype train. Yeah, I'm gonna ride that hype train. I mean, they did the uh, the comics pretty recently, yeah. and those were, I think those were pretty well liked. I guess I don't know too much about them. Cause I think like the the I'm, same style, and I mean, obviously the plot line will hold mm-hmm. up today too. It's not like I can't imagine them trying to change it to well, a different demographic. I don't think so. Okay, so this was like this show was. It was the, like one of the latest shows on Toonami, but the reason it was one of the latest shows is it was kind of like it came on, then Adult Swim came on. Yeah, and it was like it was oh. the transitionary period from yeah. more like slightly mature to yeah, your parents aren't gonna want to watch you watching this. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I don't know, I'm just I'm, I'm really excited. I think it could be pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm um, I'm on that train with you. I actually you. think and if I pull it up right there. Um, yeah, Adult Swim is in charge of uh, coordinating it, coming back, and everything like that. Um, and it's a direct sequel. Okay. Like, so it takes it's... place. The ending of Samurai Jack was open, and then it just takes place right after yes. that. I'm excited. So, yes. I'm on the hype train. Yeah. But so obviously, that this is going to be hard because I think my ideal remake might be not remake, but sequel series might be Samurai Jack. Do you guys have anything in mind that you would love to see remade properly? Like. An anime. I got two. Yeah. And these are anime, and they're both some of my favorite series. Uh, and in the mid two thousands, there was a series called Claymore. It was about a oh bunch yeah, of, I heard of that. Yeah, yeah. It was about a, like a medieval setting, and these all these fighters were awesome. And the main character was she was really cool. Mm-hmm. The animation just wasn't there. It was not very. I don't know. It just was lackluster. Yeah. Um, and I, I think that's like a big critique that a lot of people who like the series because the story is awesome. The animation mm-hmm. just could be a little better. So if they could actually use some modern day animation on it and like try and redo it, I think just that would be amazing. give it that extra oomph from the yeah, future. Yeah, and along going with that, uh, another show called uh, Gantz. It's a real popular kind of dark anime. It was from like the late, it was in the late 2000s. Um, it ended and there's a lot more to the story because the manga is one of the, like, the top-rated mangas of all time, mm-hmm. it could actually do pretty good from that treatment because if you did that CGI, 3D, and 2D mixed with it really well, I think it would be pretty cool because it's kind of a trippy show. Nice. Yeah. I would like to see it because yeah. I, I remember reading Claymore. Yeah. Uh, it was like briefly published in Shonen Jump, if mm-hmm. that ages me at all. That was <laughs> like in the midst of my uh, middle school weeabooness. Mm-hmm. But... um. 
I know there's an anime to a beloved uh, manga series uh, that I love uh, called Happy Cafe. It was just like over the top 90s. Everyone had yaoi hands and was ridiculously <laughs> tall and, you know, the overdone eyes. But it was like a series that reminds me of like the slice of life today, like mm-hmm. Nichijo or um, just like that really like going for comedy kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I've never brought myself to watch the anime because I just I can't with that style. I could do it yeah. with manga. I can't do it and watch them move those oh, giant yeah. yaoi hands. <laughs> um, but I would love to see that brought into, you know, like the very rounded style of like mm-hmm. Nichijo or like a Kyoto Annie. And I think it would fit in with like the kind of humor that is around today in those spheres. But Happy Cafe reboot. Make it happen. Someone. Anyone. Mm-hmm. As far as anime goes, I've been trying to think, like, what, like, Western remakes. I, I would love to see a proper Teen Titans remake, okay? Yeah. I would love, or a continuation, whatever. Maybe, maybe you'll get it. DC's all about that stuff right now, so. Mm-hmm. No, maybe. Who um, knows? Well, Go DC. I believe no. in you. Well, um. We'll try. <laughs> but for anime, what comes to mind right now is air. Um, mm-hmm. Because, uh. I think it could have, uh, with, it was really pretty back then, but it hasn't aged that well, and um, uh, I think it would do it justice to have more episodes, because, you know, like, Air, like, devoted, like, two out of its 13 episodes to a flashback. Okay. <laughs> and uh, that was, like, very, like, it was hardly, I guess it was connected to what was going on. But It just didn't feel like it had a lot of impact. Yeah, and then after that, they had the episodes with the crow, and that is, like, the weirdest thing I don't understand. And then, um, and then like, I think four of the first episodes were focused on, like, pointless side characters. And I always say pointless because once the, you were done focusing on them, you never saw them again. Okay. It's not like with <laughs> Clan Ad- Well, you know, it's a key adaptation, so it's pretty similar to Clan Ad- and with the same, like, visual novel setup. But with Clan Ad, once you are done with a girl's backstory, it's not like you never see them ever again. In yeah, fact, they're, many they're of them there are, in the background. They are pretty crucial to the plot. Um, not with Air, you know. You, you, you had the girl with the ribbon on her uh, wrist. You, you know, she was there, she was gone. <laughs> um, mm. So I think it could... Of uh, and the stuff they had the, at the end was very emotional, and but it was only like two episodes of that. So I think if they had more time, had um, maybe a more updated look, and not focus on that flashback, it could be pretty cool. Hmm. So Courtney prescribes a remake to air, but I doubt I, that's gonna happen. Kyoani yeah. is past that; they're done with. They're doing. They're doing their own stuff now. They're above and beyond. But. Uh, I, I, I would like to see so many remakes of things because I think the past has a lot of really good ideas. But at the same time, I am looking forward to what is to come in the future, you mm-hmm. know, new narratives and all that. But I think that uh, there's no escaping being inspired by older things. I mean, here we are having been uh, weebs uh, mm-hmm. and then not being weebs in high school. And now we're weebs again in college. <laughs> here we are today at the Anime A-Team. You can see all our other podcasts um, on our SoundCloud at uh, Ball State Daily News or at our site, ByteBSU.com. Uh, I've been your host. I'm Daily Wilhelm. Joining me today was the wonderful Courtney Tuckman and the lovely Zach Sexton.
So uh, come listen to us again, and this time we'll talk about what's in the future. Looking toward the future, the sunset, clenching our fists. Keep moving forward. Keep moving forward. That thing. Yes. Thank you for listening. Bye.